Okay, so another episode of Combustible Brains. Today we are talking about electric cars and inevitably Elon Musk. Ra, hello, how are you? <laughs> hey man, what's up? Doing good, life's good. So first of all, shout out to our listeners, uh, all three of them. Uh, we want to name some of them. Kyle from Michigan. Hello, Kyle. I'm speaking directly to you. Uh, you are awesome. Tell all your friends. And everybody else that wanted to remain unnamed or anonymous, shout out to all of you as well. Okay, so let's just dig into it. Electric cars are the future, so why not we just start there? Uh, Ra, are you getting an electric car anytime soon? Not in India anytime soon because it's going to take a lot of infrastructure and a lot of other things, man, in order for it to be something that won't have range anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So having recently switched, I want to just flex here that I just bought a Tesla recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, you right, should. Right. So Tesla flex, <laughs> everybody. It seems that the moment you buy a Tesla, you have to flex about it because otherwise there is no point in buying a Tesla. So I'm just doing my Tesla flex here. But uh, jokes apart, I had the same uh, kind of issue uh, for the last few years. Wanted an electric car, but had huge concerns about range anxiety, right? This is this is a big topic. Uh, but in the last few years, in the US at least, uh, the charging infrastructure has improved greatly. So I'm really happy with the way things work. Um, I charge at work. I don't even charge at home. I charge at work and then I use superchargers. So I'm assuming... You get free charging, right? Yeah, one of the perks of working Why at an automotive company is that they have started to encourage free charging for EVs. So free charging can't beat that really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think we have to thank Elon Musk for, you know, like sparking the EV revolution. Because do you remember the time when electric cars were like, they looked terrible, they looked like bugs, they reminded you of like Toyota Prius. God, it was a terrible time to be <laughs> to be in an electric car. It was horrible, man. It was genuine. Like for someone like us who are automotive enthusiasts, electric cars was like, you know, something... Like something that you should not be named kind of thing, you know. Right. <laughs> no one wanted to talk about it. No one said they were cool. You know, it was it was hideous. And of course, like any technology, it was just at its uh, start, right? So can't expect also. But I think Elon is the one who was like, okay, we need to take this concept and take it all the way. Be serious about it. And he did not have any fallbacks, right, to internal combustion engines, unlike other manufacturers. Yeah, but see the thing And I think is that helped him. No, for sure it helped him. But what I don't realize is why were electric cars so ugly all this time? They looked absolutely atrocious. You did not want to be seen <laughs> in one. Like if you wanted to be the most uncool person on the block, you were in, a, in an electric car. But I'm glad that situation has now changed. I think the eco warriors used it, right? Back Correct. in the day. Oh, like when point. you wanted to make a statement, like say you are a you are a businessman who, you know, has a huge carbon footprint, but then you wanted to show your colleagues and <laughs> all the people in your circle that look how much you care about environment. Exactly. That is the type of people who used to use EV, I guess. Correct. I mean, I'm genera generalizing it too much, but... <laughs> no, no, I think you're right. I think that's exactly the market that was EVs. And now it's becoming cool, right? So you remember like when we were growing up, cars that were cool to us were like uh, muscle cars, right? It's muscle cars or that E63 AMG from Top Gear. We oh, always dude, remember that, that car. car. Amazing dude, that car. It just sounds so wicked, man. I mean, holy shit. It's amazing. And then, uh, do you remember the Ferrari 458? Uh, an incredible machine. There was a... Like, amazing. Amazing. 9,000 RPM, right? Remember Jeremy Clarkson's oh, video yeah. where he's like, it goes to 9,000 RPM. He's like shouting. Oh, yeah. And he was drifting all <laughs> over it. That was cool. 
you know incredible right so when we were teenagers right that's what we wanted we wanted a ferrari 458 we did not want an electric prius or some nonsense like that you know like that simply was not the criteria <laughs> but things change now i see that the new age kids you know kids that are now 18 19 they want teslas they don't want they don't even care about ferraris or e63 amgs anymore nobody cares about these cars or a lamborghini how did we forget lamborghini so um <laughs> yeah thanks exactly you. man yeah i think uh, so they have basically captured the imagination of kids you know and it has from from a kids point of view if you remember uh, maybe not like 18 year olds but maybe younger than that they have not driven cars right True. so for them it is all about how it looks and how how it makes them feel and all of that and for the kids today i'm assuming like the huge screen in the middle and the 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 overall interiors and the exteriors and the coolness factor overall of Elon Musk and EV and all of that i think that must be like a bedroom poster thing or oh yeah is it more of a sensible thing no 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 it's definitely a bedroom poster thing so i was at the tesla showroom or whatever they call the showroom they don't have showrooms technically but you know dude you should tell about that experience man yeah. that that is i mean uh, yeah we can get into that but before we um, we you know get into that uh, there was a kid there okay and they have these fake superchargers uh, placed in that tesla showroom so you know a supercharger is just basically a box with a wire sticking out of it doesn't you know absolutely <laughs> nothing exciting here. and this is a fake supercharger so it's not like you can even use it but this little girl she must be like i don't know 5 6 years old maybe you know maybe little older than that she was asking her mom for a picture with the supercharger so she was standing in the middle of the supercharger holding the charging cable and it said tesla on it <laughs> and she wanted a picture and she bothered her mom until the picture was perfect so i was very shocked by that you know just looking at that and then of course she wanted to sit in That's the car crazy. right and then she wanted to play video games on that tesla you know in in your car you can play video games in a tesla so she wanted to play video games so you know it's a whole different market now it's a whole different kind of uh lifestyle uh, like appeal that these kids will have so pretty crazy that is awesome that is awesome yeah <laughs> and this it gets them excited right like no e63 amg is going to make them excited like this so i think we were the last generation right who who would actually you know relate to like even today like even after owning maybe uh, an electric car and all of that those cars will still have a different you know a different place a special place they might not be technically a uh, superior cars in you know dragging drag strip or you know something like that but for us those will still have a place like we will still appreciate the muscle car sound oh, yeah. or you know the V8 sound the E63 AMG sound you know all of that is do just oh my god and and you know i particularly am a huge sucker for engine sounds and engine noises and exhaust sounds and dude it is crazy man yeah the thing about those things is they are all hard right like it doesn't matter how fast they go or you know how how about exactly, the range, like what the range is it doesn't matter it's all hard so the it's the experience of speed which is totally exactly. different in those cars and and you know what it reminds me i just like uh, thought of an example so it it's it's like you know mechanical watches right so the mechanical watch even like a really expensive mechanical watch it might have like less uh, precision than maybe you know your run of the mill casio okay True. a quartz casio watch but it's about the feel right it's about that mechanical watch it's about the ticking of the you know like six beats per second and all of that the feel correct 
I think it's kind of like that, like mechanical versus like a d- digital technology kind of thing. Yeah, so. I think you had a really good analogy there. You cannot compare an Omega Seamaster 300M to some uh, Casio, you know, watches or or an Apple watch. I think that's a more apt comparison. Exactly. And, and those will be more accurate any yeah. day of the week, any day. No, that's a good point. But yeah, that's that's where electric cars are and they are the they are the future. They are the quartz watch of the moment, right? Um yep. Yeah, but it's it's the desirable quartz watch, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see um or rather read about the Rivian IPO? No, not quite. Yeah, so there's this it. um car company who is who everybody wants to be the next Tesla. It's called Rivian. A few friends of mine like work there actually. And Rivian is building trucks, so um, not huge trucks, those lifestyle trucks, you know, like a Tacoma or like a Tundra, something like that, but a performance electric version of these trucks. And they recently IPO'd and their value, like valuation at the moment is something like $85 billion, something like that. To give you some estimates, this is bigger than Ford and this company has shipped less than 150 cars. So just think about the hype that electric... Holy shit, man. Exactly. Holy shit. Exactly. And I think... So so this is going to be what a cyber truck uh, competitor when cyber truck eventually comes out or no so i mean would it stand it will be a cyber truck compared competitor but it's a totally different market so there is this lifestyle trucking market in the us so what you do is you take your truck right you put some camp uh, you know like you put some tent on the back of it you take some steak you pack up you know you pack some beer you know whatever and then you take it on a trail you park it there and then you just hang out, you know, you hang out with your friends, you have fun, you hunt, whatever. So this is called like overlanding. I'm oversimplifying it because I'm not part of this lifestyle, but that's what it seems like. And this is what these yeah. people are targeting. So it will be very off-road capable, so it can go anywhere. But it's also kind of a good day-to-day truck. You know, you can use it, you know, to go to the mall. You can use it to visit your mom, you know, stuff like that. But then you, on the you weekends... You can be the go-to guy. Right. And you can be the go-to guy to, you know, move anything to any party or anything like that, like you used to say before. Exactly. <laughs> but the shocking thing is they have shipped only 150 cars and their valuation is bigger than Ford, which ships millions of cars a year all around the world. Insane. Dude, that is crazy. I think it's because these new companies are more like tech companies, less of a conventional auto company you know maybe it's like that no it's definitely like that i mean tesla's valuation is one trillion dollars now gm's valuation or ford's valuation is i think is like 80 billion tesla is one trillion dollars that is insane i mean <laughs> the insane that is, man. <laughs> that is insane growing up india's economy the entire country's economy was about a trillion dollars when we were growing up so to put that in perspective that is now one company tesla which is just mind-blowing. And that's why, you know, exactly. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. Yeah, and pretty much uh, the, the Tony Stark yeah, exactly. <laughs> of the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's also another company called Lucid. So Lucid, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's an American company or a Chinese company. It's so hard to keep track of it these days. But Lucid is coming up with a new car called the Air. Uh, Lucid Air, I believe. And this car is supposed to do 500 miles range on a single charge. And it's also supposed to be more of a luxury car. So it reminds you more of a European luxury car. And that's another car that's entering the US market. But it's going to be crazy expensive. It's like $85,000 or something like that. Yeah. I, and and 500 uh, mile range, dude. At that point, it is like 
done as in i think even your car is more than sufficient for miles right i think it's 350 miles or something yeah so it so that's the thing right the, with electric cars the 350 mile code depends on uh, temperature basically it's very temperature sensitive so currently in the winter i'm not getting 350 miles i get more like 295 300 miles uh, range on a single charge which is still pretty kick ass still pretty good dude that's still that's still uh, all the way to goa <laughs> yeah true i mean <laughs> if it was in india so <laughs> yeah but see dude the thing is in the us distances are pretty large too so in you know true a that 300 mile car is a good week car you know all throughout the week typically you'll ri- ride about maybe not that much maybe actually i only ride 150 200 miles so i don't have to think about charging ever so whenever i'm at work i go like in i go in monday and friday so i usually get a full charge on monday and friday so i basically i never think about charging i'm always you know i always have some charge in my car regardless of uh, what time it is which is pretty convenient and you can see it on the app and all of that so that comes with the whole connected car and all of that right oh yeah it's pretty convenient oh yeah and then when i need a quick charge i can always hop on to the supercharger which is amazing so supercharger will charge my car from say 20% to let's say 90% and approximately 25 30 minutes and if you reduce that if you want to only go to 80% only takes 20 minutes so the higher you know the higher you charge your battery the longer it takes and then if you go to 100% probably takes like 45 minutes so dude that's pretty much the time it takes for you to you know park your car into a fuel uh, area and you know go inside and get some snacks or you know stuff like that oh, yeah. so it it literally 20 minutes dude is nothing and even the 300 so you were saying right the distances in us are like larger and uh, between like stops for example if you're going on a highway and all but if you have supercharger network everywhere then even that should not be a problem at all right even if you say wanted to go to california oh yeah so you could do it right oh easily the supercharger network the tesla supercharger network in the us is amazing so when you compare it to any other supercharger network you know which is like dc fast charging on electrify america or whatever other brands i don't know about them but the tesla superchargers are perfectly placed on all uh, like us highways like freeways and they go coast to coast east to west north to south uh, pretty much everywhere so i've had zero problems i went from um, detroit michigan all the way to baltimore on the east coast and it the experience was exactly the same as driving a gas car so when i had to stop the car actually didn't need to stop so what i'm saying is the car needed to stop less than you i had, had to stop, to stop. yeah, yeah. the human is the issue there right exactly because the moment <laughs> which is good enough for us exactly then, right? i mean if you drive 300 miles you probably want to take a piss somewhere you know you probably want to relax for a minute <laughs> anyway so true man yeah i think it's a non issue at this point right at least in the us with tesla everybody else is going to have an issue but we'll see right and you were telling me and i think Yeah, I was just saying like you were telling me the other day that this stuff is coming to India now as well, right? Not Tesla but somebody else. Yeah, so the car makers uh the co- like the popular car makers like say Tata for example, like Tata is making really great uh cars these days. Really safe, uh good cars, they handle well, you know, all of that. So for Tata even they have been coming out with um, EV models for their popular uh cars. And that mm. is really awesome to see a uh, mainstream manufacturer like tata uh, take such initiatives you know so 
it will take a huge amount of time in india for the entire infrastructure and all to come uh, because uh, of course there is no standardized uh, like central standard for all these chargers and you know all of that at least i'm not aware of at least in india and there is no tesla yet so uh, there are reports of i think te- or i'm not sure if they have started selling but i know that they are testing uh, tesla on indian roads uh, as we speak right now so uh the testing has started already yeah and so the scene in india i think is more like the ev scene is i think exploding more for scooters rather than cars okay yeah i mean that makes sense see the thing about the indian market is it's super cost sensitive so the moment somebody can make a scooter or a car that costs less to run than a normal gas powered car it's game over for gas powered cars nobody cares about the feeling or experience of gas nobody cares about it has to be cheap that's it exactly exactly and i think as long as so so this happened with diesel right this trend in india happened with diesel like maybe a decade ago where everyone wanted to buy diesel cars because they ran cheaper okay like the diesel was cheaper and with newer technologies they were easier to maintain as well unlike right. older diesel cars so with just a lakh or so rupee more over the petrol version people were buying the diesel version man it did not matter if they sounded bad it did not matter if you know the performance wasn't as crisp people still bought it yeah. and with electric none of those disadvantages are going to be there right it's going to run fast it's going to run clean it's going to have shit ton of torque and if india can manage the the charging station network man dude it is i think it's going to take off and the scooter market has surprisingly been taking off really well like with ether and you know a lot of brands like ola for example coming in for the commuter scooter segment right dude that is really really taking off mm. you had some uh, friend of yours buy electric scooter right you were telling me about some what scooter was that yeah so there's a brand called ether um i think it's from hyderabad or bangalore i'm not sure exactly so they have been uh, they are basically like the tesla of indian scooters okay so they were the ones who first made it cool so we have had electric scooters since we were child chi- uh, children right yeah. but they were all really dumb 25 kilometers per hour type of scooters yeah i don't think Whereas it's the same ether thing was yeah the ether was the first scooter i think that really really made it look cool and then when i rode it the other day uh, the the latest ether 450x or something like that the 2021 model dude that is such a fantastic feeling scooter it handled well it pulled crazy until like 65 70 kmph which which i have never i had never experienced <laughs> that before so and um, i just googled it I I had no idea what this scooter looked like. I'd never googled it before. This looks like a Honda Dio copy, man, <laughs> from the old days, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has some of the elements of that. Yeah. They they do have LED DRLs everywhere now, so it it looks really cool in person. But the overall scooter has a really nice silhouette. If you remember, even Dio had really good uh uh design, yeah. right? And For back in the day. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty modern looking scooter. Right, right. and this is pretty good man they have done they have done a really good job they have these leds on you know they have i don't know if it's leds but it looks like leds yep it's all led lighting oh, but nice. uh, that's not the important thing right the important thing like the overall the way the interface is the right, way right, they have right, managed right. the power the way so it has i think a, a mode called warp mode okay. and i think it it should be something like the ludicrous mode like something similar analogous yeah. to that and again what that does is like it, it, it 
crazy amount of torque it delivers it it like dumps all of that from the start and dude it just thrusts you ahead like crazy That's awesome. it feels like riding a, a 200 cc uh, internal combustion engine motorcycle which is crazy man yeah that's for wild. a scooter that is supposed to be in like a 125 cc segment yeah but where are people charging this i see a picture of this scooter plugged in into something that says ether or something so it maybe it's a proprietary port or what's going on yeah so so as as with many things in india these things happen post right so the infrastructure people are just putting like a, a charger in their parkings uh, where they park their scooters okay. so if you have a parking then you're good if you don't then you're screwed basically it's kind of like that okay. but if you have a parking then you can have the plug in your parking and those are usually the slower chargers yeah and surprisingly ether at least i've not seen the other brands but ether at least has the uh, a really dense enough network uh, at least in the area i live in okay and dude in like just um, maybe 3 3 km radius it has like six stations six to seven stations oh wow and on the app it shows you which ones are being used which ones are like uh, which ones you can go in and use and all of that and it supports that whole fast charging mechanism where oh, like nice. 10 minutes charges 10 kilometers range or some something like that yeah that's the move which is awesome yeah that's the move the moment you have dc fast charging um you know it becomes basically the same as a uh, as a gas car especially for a scooter 10 minutes is probably going to be more than enough it probably gives them 70 80 miles of range 100 kilometers something like that you know i don't know i have not looked at the numbers but this is an interesting development and i think another really important side effect for super crowded indian cities is is it's going to be clean you know there will be no pollution so currently if you go in pune right and if you drive your scooter on oh god you're going to have a really bad time with pollution it's everywhere to the point where when i go back home i actually find it quite irritating now uh, just just dealing with the pollution but if these scooters become cheaper you know they everybody's going to buy them and Definitely once everybody not. buys them the cities are automatically going to clean up Th- that's it we don't have some industries and polluting the city it's mostly vehicles exactly man especially if you if you are like out um, you know during say 8 pm 7:30 8 pm you know when the offices are uh, uh, like over at the end of the shift basically yeah. then everyone is crowding the streets right and if you are like stuck in a traffic jam uh in such a scenario dude the pollution is literally visible right so exactly. maybe the other times it's okay like in the morning it's okay in the you know rest of the day is okay but if you're stuck in a traffic jam in the evening dude you can visibly see the pollution man it is crazy yeah. and this will definitely help in that oh, if everyone awesome. runs electric it will be all silent and it will be much cleaner yeah see the thing about the indian market is it's i hate using this term but it's true there is a lot of sheep mentality going on so you remember when people picked on whatsapp nobody used to use whatsapp and then suddenly in about maybe a year everybody was on whatsapp everybody so yep. the same thing might happen to electric scooters so there might be a situation for like 2 3 5 years even you know nobody's buying them but there might be some pivotal moment that suddenly everybody starts adopting it and suddenly the old thing just dies away in india it does does not exist anymore so i think with re- i don't yeah know. and i think yeah. the scooter market has a huge uh, like part to play in that uh, especially because scooters people in india usually you know replace every say 10 years right so it's not like an investment which they make and maybe 5 to 10 years people are usually switching uh, their commute scooters right because they're using it daily right so 
so this trend and i can see it already happening man it is it has already started i can see so many evs parked in parking right now you won't believe it so in i i can see it maybe in just two or three years time say 30 to 40% of all all vehicles all scooters rather will yeah. be ev which that, is crazy that will be insane because currently the electric market share even with tesla and everybody is less than 3% so 40 if if somebody captures 40% that's a 1 trillion dollar company again so make sure to invest <laughs> yeah but yeah but then there won't be one company right no, it's no. india so yeah. there's already i ca- i can like have like four five companies i can think of yeah. just right now so it is is already crowded yeah that's what we want i mean competition is good competition is good for us yeah for the consumer that is what you want and in fact that is also true of uh company like places like the US right where tesla is the primary electric car but companies like rivian lucid you know all these companies we want that competition here so it brings cost down for everybody consumers are happier you know at the end of the day you get a better cheaper so product. win yeah. win for us definitely yeah and i think it's win for these companies as well right because it pushes them to keep innovating and keep like lowering their costs and being better at the processes yeah that is the idea of the free market right so um, I'm a very free market capitalist. So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Yep. But the thing so the unspoken thing about electric cars I just wanted to, you know, we were discussing this the other day is China. And uh, dude I read this book recently um totally unrelated but something worth mentioning here about a Congolese immigrant uh, who had, you know, who had to quit home and then somehow he made made it to France I believe. and then he wrote a book and so on and his struggles were absolutely insane and the reason i brought that up is because congo the democratic republic of congo which is an incredibly poor name for that country because it is completely <laughs> 100% a dictatorship yeah i was actually going to ask you that is it is it even democratic oh, no, i was no, no, just no. going to ask you it's that it's not even close <laughs> it's a 100% dictatorship so and they have one of the worst dictators dictators in the world hands down but they that, call it that reminds me of that uh, uh, that aladdin you know that i don't remember the mo- dictator yeah the movie name was dictator i think yeah oh <laughs> yeah yeah i've seen movie. that one yeah yeah <laughs> Dude, that was awesome yeah but something the, like that yeah <laughs> but the uh, the thing is congo has 60% of the world's cobalt and cobalt is an incredibly important like mineral from an electric car standpoint 60% that's not a joke 60% of the world's supply sits there so the tragedy is Damn that the man. country is completely in it's bro- it's completely broke and they are sitting on something even more valuable than gold in the next few years which blows my mind so there is that problem and china has invested a lot of money in congo over the last 10 years to invest you know in cobalt mines so they want to control the cobalt supply chain so they they want to make sure that they own it they control it it is shipped to china it's absolutely terrifying for the rest of it's the world it's a master plan man for china as in they they sort out this so early right i think they 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 did the right moves they they played the right cards and they just they literally are controlling it you were saying right oh they control it completely control it and th- it's it's very unethical too because congo has a huge problem of child labor modern day slavery you know all these things but these things are overlooked at the moment and the chinese government supports a lot of companies directly or indirectly that are involved in mining from these mines so it's a very problematic situation that's going to get worse as electric cars get more you know more traction so that yep. i see with that china and 
with china controlling all of that i don't see it becoming less ethical or you know like more friendly to the labor and you know stuff like that anytime soon oh definitely not it's going to become worse so th- i mean there are some other initiatives like tesla is trying to switch to nickel instead of cobalt for these reasons alone and there's some other technologies that people are investigating but it creates the same problem you know like if tesla switches to nickel it somebody has to use cobalt because cobalt is just flat out better from a electric car standpoint so somebody is going to be using it and when i say somebody it's going to be chinese car companies and so that means that their technology will be better generally speaking their cars will be cheaper and they will go longer on single charges and they will also last longer so it's you know it's a, it's a very difficult situation for the world that's coming up and with no solution inside there were few few developments you were saying right but so what is the issue with those like are they not stable or are they not creating enough energy for the density or how how, how does it work like well i don't understand battery chemistry so let's just <laughs> say that but in <laughs> yeah there is very complicated right so battery chemistry to try and understand battery chemistry you know we'll have to go to some chemist like we'll have to interview him here but the way i understand it is it comes down to two things so one is the ability to hold charge when you're not driving the car right so my the car is sitting in my parking lot right and it's let's say my car is charged to 80% how long will that 80% last before that charge starts dropping down so that's one thing and the second thing is how long can you go on a single charge right and with that there are other factors right like so how fast can you charge your battery how safe is your battery how warm does it get you know how long it will last like how many charge cycles will it last can you do a deep cycle on it right so can you go from 0% right. to 100% every day all of these things are influenced by battery chemistry and uh, at the moment our batteries are okay you know they are not great so you cannot you cannot charge these batteries to 100% every day like the tesla model 3 batteries uh because they will actually wear the battery out so the recommended charge is 80 or 90% for your daily use and then 100% for long commutes so you can like set it up to charge only till 90 and then stop or yeah, exactly. you have to like manually no 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 you don't have to do it. anything manually you can sh- set your charge limit to 80% on your app and then it will stop charging when it hits 80% so but then all of these batteries are cobalt based you're saying right as in they have a cobalt component H- how many percent uh, like how much percent component is cobalt i have no is idea like if uh, cobalt is even used in the model 3 battery um let's look it up actually while we are here because then so how much does tesla right now rely on you know these cobalt batteries and congo and china and all of that let's see so oh yeah there it is so tesla to use business insider article so it looks like they are using some cobalt because the headline says tesla is nixing one of the most controversial metals from model 3 battery production so they are switching to some other batteries now so which is a cobalt free battery so which probably means that the current batteries are using cobalt so so that means they might have fixed something right they mi- might have figured something out if they are really switching and if like the headlining features and all of that the range everything is like all the parameters you spoke about few minutes ago if all of those are fine then have they figured it out already or is 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 just something other than so i don't combo, know but something equally worse so i think what's happening is a tesla switching to and this is just me reading in the background here but looks like tesla switching the standard range cars to a cobalt free battery so it says lithium iron phosphate chemistry so which has, there is no cobalt in it instead of nickel cobalt aluminum 
uh, which is in its longer <laughs> range cars. So let's see, right? So let's. What's the common uh, thing here? None of the minerals are common. Interesting. There's lithium, iron, phosphate, and nickel, cobalt, aluminium. I don't know if there's still lithium there. But and PV, yeah. you were saying uh, something about uh, not using rare earth materials as well, right? So any any updates on those researches? Like where is the world in that regard? Yeah. Right so this LFP chemistry, right? So lithium iron phosphate. That's I mean, li- there's a lot of lithium in the world. So although lithium is considered quote unquote rare earth material, if you look at the amount of lithium we have in the world it's enough we it's not a super rare earth material so in my opinion and i don't know if this is scientifically true or not but a lithium <laughs> ion phosphate battery is actually in my opinion is not using uh, rare earth materials so which is what tesla seems to be switching to for standard range cars and um if i'm you know if i'm correct i think you can charge these batteries to 100% every day also these uh lfp the lithium ones yeah the lithium ion phosphate ones yeah so i'm sure yeah man yeah i'm sure like in the next few years you know we're going to see some crazy like um, innovation on battery technology humans are oh for sure amazing, yeah for sure man i think so many companies are investing in it and like you said uh, there are competitors to even tesla right like the startups that are getting like a lot of attention and a lot of talent and all of that i think it's only a matter of time before as in i'm hoping that it's a matter of time before someone figures it out to use very common materials that many countries have it's clean to produce and has good battery statistics yeah i certainly hope so because otherwise uh, electric cars will never take off so we need we need some innovation in the space to have uh, longer faster charging batteries but yeah uh, yeah i i can't wait uh, you know for electric cars to be everywhere personally i'm very excited about this i find it to be you know one of the best you know innovations in the last decade um with that said i am sad about you know our fancy 63 mg type cars going away but no pro yeah. i am really sad yeah so, i am really really sad yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the electric cars are the future and i think they are exciting man the way they accelerate i think it is really epic yeah yeah no for sure it's a different experience that you cannot really capture on video you cannot really capture on audio you have to experience how those cars move before the g force yeah just the sheer the sheer laglessness of it right i was trying to look for a word there is no lag <laughs> the moment you hit your you know gas pedal or gas right quote unquote gas pedal your car just moves <laughs> there is no gas right people like the 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 new generation like maybe you know 20 30 year, years down the line you are like sitting next to some young guy and you are like dude hit the gas pedal yeah. he'll be like what are you talking about what gas <laughs> <laughs> what gas <laughs> what grandpa what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> i think by that time uh, elon musk will have figured out a way to connect the electric car directly to our brain using neuralink so there will be I I hope he just gives it like self driving and not do all that shit man yeah. dude <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true hopefully self driving solved by then but uh, who knows I I wonder bro if the self driving thing will be ever solved in India <laughs> so the self driving thing will ever be solved anywhere remains to be a big mystery so I worked in the space for a long time incredibly hard problem we can we are getting closer every year we get a little bit closer but 
but you do get closer considering that you have all the lanes marked all the cars are behaving appropriately like properly and you know all of that right as in of course it has edge cases and all but if in india it had to work through that do just think about all the variables that are there when you're riding on the street yeah yeah so in india every drive cycle will be a different edge case so (laughs) there will be no (laughs) there will be no nominal cases you only have to deal with edge cases (laughs) so (laughs) every scenario will be different so and i mean to be fair driving in india even human intelligence is not enough sometimes you'll still crash so <laughs> oh really man <laughs> you know if if you can drive in pune then you can drive literally anywhere yeah. else in the world yeah uh, or you know just take the bus it might be easier to do that in india <laughs> so not in pune not in pune yeah <laughs> and i hate the bus so i never take yeah, the bus so, so exactly <laughs> so that's that's more you know relevant we never we are never going to use the bus fuck the bus so <laughs> yeah we are getting metros though now so that yeah. will be awesome that's good for other people you know <laughs> I still like <laughs> I still like the autonomy of PB's having PB's like I still take my Tesla bro even if it's not a Tesla you know that feeling right like having your own bike having your own car that goes wherever you want you know independent oh, for sure, man. I don't I for hate sure. public transport so dude any day of the week man any day of the week the the only thing is if the public transport is like really efficient and I have to go really far for commuting daily and the like uh, the schedule is good for all these public transports and the last mile connectivity is good then i might think of taking public transport some days of the week especially yeah. if it's metro and all but dude I, i exactly know what you're saying man yeah. and i think that's how we have lived in pune for all these years right all of them have been having their own like we all had our own vehicles right we rarely used public transport True. okay i think with this we can wrap this one up if uh, you know if people like it we'll do one more ev follow up in the future or something like that or if even if people don't like it who cares we'll do one anyway <laughs> so you know yeah man so you want to call it's it it's awesome it's awesome that uh, like you know we are getting like people listening to our podcast now and they're like, telling us about it do we really appreciate it man it's so awesome that people are listening to it so exactly so use offer code combustible brains for 0% discount but that is subject to change <laughs> in the future no sponsors no sponsors no we're just kidding <laughs> we want sponsors so if sponsors are listening we want your money oh, to be clear why not yeah we want why all not? your why money not? actually and uh, <laughs> the more the better exactly <laughs> true man and we'll talk about whatever you want if you give us a sponsorship of say 100 million dollars you know we can talk about whatever horse shit that you whatever you want 100 million dollars <laughs> yeah if somebody's giving us 100 million dollars i'm willing to talk yeah, about yeah we can talk about dog shit yeah we yeah, can talk yeah. about taylor swift's new album called red whatever 100 million i'll do it you know so <laughs> why not why not yeah i'll have to listen to taylor swift first but yeah why not yeah neither have i nobody listens to her but you know we will we will talk about it i will listen to her and talk about it for 100 million dollars so if spotify is listening yeah. now you know Okay. So cool man. Cool. With this uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up and uh, Yep, yep. Until next All time. All right. Talk to you guys. Bye. See you guys.